You are listening to the official Acts 2 podcast. For more information and resources, please visit our website at www.acts2orlando.com. Good morning. I want to say happy Mother's Day to you mothers too. You guys, you guys are amazing. This is, this is true, right? All of us uh, men in the room, we understand this, right? They are amazing. So thank you for your dedication uh, to children, to our children, and you're just absolutely wonderful. I, I think I got the best wife, though, that makes the best mom. So you can argue with me later about that, but um, yeah, got an amazing one there. So uh, we get to do something really, really, really awesome today, and it's appropriate that we're doing it on Mother's Day. Uh, we will do it other days too, but I think it's really fun that we're doing it today. We get to do some baby dedications. So, yes, that's exciting, isn't it? Let's start. Let's start with the Karenge since you're standing up back there. Bring that little package up here. Look how beautiful he is. Oh, okay. We're going to resnap him and then he will be up here. The rest of the family, come on up here. Yes. So while they're coming, I will just say this, that these, uh, what we're doing today is exactly what we call it, baby dedications. It's not baptisms, it's not salvation, it's just simply a recognition that we as the body of Christ together carry a responsibility to help nurture and steward our children. And what Kara and family are doing today is bringing Jude to us and simply saying, we want to dedicate this child to the Lord. We want to make sure that he grows up in the admonition of the Lord and that he learns to find Jesus at an early age. Can we all say amen to that? So this is Jude, Mitchell, Moya, Moya, Karangi. Tell us what that name means again. On. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jude means praise. Mitchell means like God. Muya means someone who is very merciful, has a heart of mercy. And Karangi actually means bamboo, so we go with strong. Strong. I like that. That is wonderful. So uh, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to ask them to pray. Are you going to pray? Okay. Kara's going to pray, and I want everybody to do this. Just extend your hands this way, and let's just agree with them in prayer. All right, um, Lord, I just want to thank you so much for Jude's life. Thank you for the miracle that he um, he is, Lord God, um, just even the way he was born. I just want to thank you so much, even um, just his his name's mean, God, Lord. I just uh, um, thank you, and I praise you for all that you've done for him, Lord God. I speak life into him. I speak peace. I speak joy. Um, I speak that you will expand him, God, Lord, that uh, as he grows up, um, he will grow in favor with man and with you, Lord, that he will be everything that you've called him to be, Father, and most of all, that he will know you face to face, God, Lord, that he will like encounter you um, even at a young age, God, Lord, and be the light that he needs to be in this season and time, Lord God. He is in the perfect season. Season, the perfect time, the 11th hour, and there's no other person who could fill that space better than he, Lord God. And so I thank you so much for everything in Jesus' name. Yes, yeah. so good. Let me hold this little package. Yes. Mm, sweetie. Come on, this is like the best ever. 
I mean, it was great when I had kids, but you know, the older I get, the more I look forward to having grandkids and being able to do this and and actually spoil them and then you know get them hyped up on sugar and then send them back to their parents. You know, that's so. Come on, isn't he beautiful? All right. Well, I just feel like right now I want to prophesy over this young one right here, Jude, that this means that means praise. And I feel like what uh, Holy Spirit is saying right now is to you, Jude, that you are going to walk in the words of the psalmist that says his praise will continually be in my mouth. Thank you. I don't want to drop. His praise will continually be in my mouth. So I'm speaking this declaration over you, Jude, that you from a very young age will learn to sing, will learn to worship, maybe even before you start to speak words start coming out of your mouth that bring praise to God and that you will be a wonder and a sign to your generation around you because you're drawing them in to the beautiful, miraculous Savior, Jesus Christ. So Father, we pray right now your hand of grace on him, of protection. And Father, we do pray, just as Kara prayed, that he would begin to hear your voice at a very young age that you would speak to him directly, Lord, that you would show him how much you love and care for him and begin to draw out his destiny and his purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, come on, bless them really good. They're awesome. And we get another one. Uh, Come on, Jesse family, come on up here. This is Ethan, Andrew, Jesse. We got boys today. So wonderful. The Chucky one, here he comes. Look at that face. It's so wonderful. Look at those cheeks. Hi there, buddy. Hi there. You checking it out? Yeah, I know. It's a little scary up here sometimes. I understand. Perplexing. Perplexing, That's a good word. So, Andrew, you want to pray yours? Yeah. All right. So, Jesus, we just thank you for Ethan. We thank you for his cute outfit. And we thank you for his laughter. And, Jesus, we just thank you for the manifested promise of God that everywhere he goes will be a perfect health zone that people would encounter your love just by being around him. And that you'd bring joy everywhere he goes. And that you're a giant slayer, son. And everywhere you go, Jesus will be with you. And that you'll know his voice. You'll know what he thinks. you know what his heart is like. And we just declare life into you. In Jesus' name, amen. Will you let me hold him? Yeah, of course. Come here. All righty. Yeah, look at that. You want to say something? Yeah. No, no, but he says no. <laughs> oh, come on, this is wonderful. Ethan Andrew, what a strong name. Andrew. Hmm. It actually means strong and manly. I don't know if you knew that, but it means strong and manly. So I'm going to prophesy over you, Ethan, young Ethan Andrew, that your strength will come from the Lord, and you will be one who brings the kingdom wherever you go, that you're going to make strong declaration to Jesus himself to the testimony of Jesus working in your life. And I believe because of even what your dad is walking in, you're going to pick up and carry it and keep it going for generations to come. So, Father, we pray for young Ethan Andrew, Lord, that you would meet him early, that he would hear your voice, that above all other things he would hear you, Holy Spirit, more than anything, that he would learn to welcome you in, to say yes to you, 
and begin to walk in his destiny and calling. And Lord, we choose to help steward the Jesse family, this child with the Jesse family, to see him walk in his destiny. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 Wonderful. So wonderful. Man, that went well. That sometimes makes me a little nervous. I never know what they're going to do, you know? But they're wonderful. They're wonderful. All right, church, how are we feeling this morning? Good? Good. It's a good day. It's a good day. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and preface right now that I have no idea what's going to happen in the next 15 or 20 minutes. Um, I don't... I am in a place right now, I think I shared two weeks ago, I was talking about being hungry. And I'm still feeling this, this thing inside of me where it's almost like a, a holy frustration, if you can call it that. Um, does anybody know what I'm talking about where you feel like you just want the more? You just want the more. And I think it's funny, you were prophesying, praying blessings over the women this morning out of Psalm 115. I was living in that yesterday. That particular pack- package. Uh, right there, just that one thing about wanting the more. He will give you the more and bless you. He will give you the more and bless you. And I, I sat in it all day yesterday. My, my family was gone for the bulk of the day yesterday. And, and I kept meditating on it and just saying, God, I don't know what to say. I know I can't perform to make you give me anything. That's contrary to the gospel. You guys know that, right? You can't pay to get anything. You can't. Did you know the word pay comes from the word punitive? It means to pay for. I've never used the word in my house, I've never used the word punishment for my children because of that. Because it says pay for something. And that's contrary to the gospel. And I don't want to live contrary to the gospel in my house. Is there discipline? Yes, there's discipline. But there isn't punishment. And you can't get anything from God by paying for it. As a matter of fact, the minute you try to pay for something from God, it's no longer a gift, right? If Eddie Taylor comes and gives me the keys to his car, and he says, Andrew, this is a gift. He's not doing that. Andrew, this is a gift. If I try to pay him for it, I actually rob him of that gift. I rob him of the joy of being able to give that to me freely. How much more do we rob Christ? Do we rob Jesus from trying to pay for things when he just wants to give them to us freely? But it's in our nature, in our human nature, to want to try to do something, to earn something. Now, I'm sure I could say this in this room, that the gift of grace the gift of righteousness, the gift of salvation is 100% free. And everybody would agree with me, right? And, we're, and it's true. It's 100% free. And all good things come from God. Every good and perfect gift, James says, comes down from the Father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. So this is who he is. Danielle was declaring it this morning in worship. Andy was closing us, bringing us back to the same thing, that God is good. God is good regardless of our experience on this life. And God is good long before we ever experience his goodness. And he's way better than we think. You can't put a limit on God's goodness. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. I highly doubt 
that anybody on this planet is going to get to heaven and look at Jesus and go, oh, man, I really overestimated your goodness. I doubt that's going to happen. So to whatever extent we think he's good, he's probably better even beyond that. Um, I think I might read a passage here in just a moment, but let me tell you a little bit about where my, my hunger and my passion is coming from, this holy frustration, if I can call it that. It maybe sounds like a little bit like an oxymoron, but I feel this frustration inside, and the frustration is I want more. I want more. I'm so thankful that God has given us this group of, this family, this body of believers here that are so activated that we can say on a regular basis that we see healings. We see people getting saved, right? We see provision. We have testimony after testimony after testimony, and I don't ever want that to change. It's who we are. But it's also something I think that has become so normal for us that it's easy to look at it and go, that's just normal and forget the value that's in it. So where I am with my holy frustration is I'm looking at that and I'm going, thank you, God, thank you. I don't ever want to overlook your provision. I don't ever want to overlook any kind of testimony and just say, oh yeah, well, that's, that's just kind of normal. That happens. We're just used to that. Are you guys tracking with me? I don't ever want to look at that and not give thanks for it. But at the same time, I'm like, I want some more. I want some more. So, some of you have heard this story, but I feel like it would be good just to share it. There may be some people in the room who haven't heard it, maybe some people online who haven't heard this before. But it's Mother's Day 2021, correct? It's so wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> you ready, bro? <laughs> he is like, right now we are simpatico, I can tell you that, I can feel it. Um, when we were pastoring a church in Nashville... We launched that church in 2005. I think it was the fall of 2005. And everything was really good on the outside. It, it looked really good. Um, it launched with a whole lot of people. Building was full. You know, it was one of those kinds of things, like when every pastor's dream, it's like, oh, man, everything's in line. You've got all this stuff working. But after about three years into it, I was getting frustrated, kind of like I am now. It was a little bit different but was feeling this sense of frustration. And I didn't know what to do with it. What I knew was my experience in God was that he comes along, because my experience, I can say this about God, he comes along, finds you right in the middle of your junk, no matter how bad it is, and he introduces himself to you, and you find out who he really is, and then everything changes. Right? Anybody else, similar story? You, you, you meet him, you know who he is. It's kind of like you know who Michael Jordan is, but then you meet him. Now amp that up a billion times more. You know who Jesus is, but then you meet him. Now this was my experience. This is what I knew, that he came along in the middle of my addiction and brought me out of 16 years of it in a day. Everything changed. It all ended. My understanding of who he was radically shifted because I didn't think he was good, but I found out he was good radically shifted. So here we are. This is my experience. This is what I'm preaching. This is what I'm living for. I know God, after setting me free, brought me back into what I knew he called me to do when I was 16 years old, which was preach the gospel, was to pastor a church, lead a church. I had a prophetic word in my life when I was 16 years old that I was going to pastor. Has anybody ever gotten a prophetic word though? And you're like, 
uh-uh. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, no way. Sorry, you were wrong on that prophetic word. Nice try, though. No, somebody had prophesied, not directly to me. It was through my dad, to my dad who passed it on to me because I was living in Florida at the time, not in Texas where I grew up. And they prophesied that I was going to pastor plant churches and follow in my dad's footsteps. So my dad calls me and tells me that. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. So ran from it for the longest time, found Jesus, everything changed. And I, at 32 years old, started stepping back toward, into that, towards that, pastoring and preaching the gospel. So here I am, we start this church, 2005, we get into 2008, we're three years into it, and that frustration is growing inside of me, like, God, where are you? Like, the God I know comes along, and he doesn't do a 12-step process, he does a one-step process, he brings you from darkness into light. Now, I just didn't understand it, I didn't know it, I kept thinking that there was something that I had to do in order to get to an ultimate place of freedom. So my experience was radical. Everything shifted, and this is the gospel that I wanted to preach. But here I am, 2008, pastoring this church, and there's people I have known for years that are still dealing with addiction. And I'm like, God, come on. I mean, I know I'm your favorite, but you love everybody, right? So if you can set me free like that, you can do it for anybody, right? And so this frustration was growing, God, where are you? Where's that stuff? Where's that miraculous? Where are those things where you just show up and everybody in the room knows you're there and you don't have to have faith to see him because you know he's there, right? You know what I'm talking about? There's some things you access by faith because you don't see it, you don't hear it, you don't feel it. There's other times where he manifests himself and you know without a doubt, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? That's what I was looking for. I'm looking for this absolute unmistakable magnification of Jesus. And I'm getting frustrated. About that time, 2008, something was going on here in Florida. We were in Nashville at the time. Do you guys remember what was happening in Florida, 2008? The Lakeland Revival? Did anybody, have you heard about it or did you go to it? Let me see, any hands in the room? So a few of you, okay, a few of you. How many here have never heard about it? That was happening in 2008. Okay, so there's a good, good part of you. 2008, something started happening here over in Lakeland. And God TV started to broadcast it. Now, we had that. We had satellite in Nashville. And my wife started watching it. <sighs> I was so offended. I mean, highly offended at what I was watching happen on TV. But it was on for, what, a month? Maybe maybe a little bit more we had been watching it. And so I started watching it with her and started to recognize that this bothers me, what's happening, what I'm seeing here, what's going on. But here's what I can see. People are getting baptized. People are getting saved. People are getting delivered. People are getting healed. And I'm looking at that going, okay, that package does not look like I think it should come because it came different from what I experienced. You, you hear what I'm saying, right? Sometimes we take our theology, build it off of our experience, which is okay to some extent, but we can't let it be restricted to that. I can't build my theology just on my experience alone. Sometimes I have to trust somebody else's experience. 
So I'm watching this and I'm like going, God, what's going on here? I don't like any of this. But at the same time, people are getting saved. People are getting healed. People are getting set free. They're getting baptized. They had this huge pool that they, these, one of these portable pools they brought in and they had a ladder going up into one side and a ladder coming out the other side. And I mean, as fast as they could get them in there and dunk them and get out, they were putting them in and another one would come and then another one would come. And then it was beautiful. It was glorious. It was like, this looks like New Testament church to me. So I finally, after about a month of watching it on a Saturday night, I'm sitting there in my frustration going, God, where are you? Watching what was happening on TV, being offended by it, finally came to the end of myself. And when they went off, signed off, late on a Saturday night, I turned the TV off and I slammed my hand down on the couch and I went, God, if it's you, I'll take it. You ever felt like that before? It's like everything that you see God doing is absolutely not what you think should happen, but you're so desperate you'll grab it. It felt like that. So the next morning, we go to church, same old, same old. I stand up and start to preach. I'm two, not even two minutes into it. I think I'm 30 seconds into it, and something happens. All of a sudden, my right ear goes deaf. Completely stone cold deaf. I don't know if you've ever felt anything like that before, but it threw my equilibrium off. It was the strangest feeling. It threw, it threw, so I'm preaching and I felt this thing and I'm kind of like, what's going on here? I thought it was my rock and roll days just coming back to haunt me. Well, it happened. All right, it's officially the end. I can't hear anymore. You know, I'm thinking, what's going on here? I don't, I don't understand this. It went from that to feeling this intense pain in my right ear. Now, I felt this pain like really intense. I mean, so much so that I couldn't stand it anymore. I collapsed on the floor. Now, the beautiful thing looking at it was we had a bunch of retired pastors in the church and immediately they're out of their chairs. They're putting hands on me. They're praying for me. They're just declaring the word, you know, because something really strange is happening in church right now. It's not often that the pastor collapses on the floor and starts groaning in pain, right? That's not very usual, right? So they get up and they're starting to pray for me and it's, you know, and I'm down there and this is happening and it's like, what is going on? What is going on? And it's getting chaotic in the building. People are dialing 911, appropriately so. And within a couple of minutes, we had windows. Like if you can imagine windows all along the top half of the side of the building, we had these windows up there. All of a sudden you could start seeing and hearing fire trucks. See the sirens, the lights, all of it started to flash in the building. Next thing you know, we got fire trucks, we got ambulance, we got all this stuff outside, and they're starting to come in. Now, this is happening. I'm still on the floor. Now, at one point, I look up at Jocelyn because she's standing there next to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think somehow she knew I was okay. Is that accurate? She looked at me, and she goes, oh, yeah, he's all right. I'm dying here. Don't you? No, I wasn't like that. She, she looked at me. She knew just something was happening, but it's all right. It's all right. So she goes to the back of the room. Paramedics are trying to come in, and she's holding them back. In the meantime, I'm down there on the floor. The pain goes away. The hearing starts to come back in my ear, and as soon as my hearing comes back, I hear God the Father. He's right behind me, and he speaks over my shoulder, and he's right into that same ear that was deaf, and he says, do you really want me? That day marked something inside of me. 
it, it shifted inside of me. I can tell the difference now between the voice of Jesus, the prompting of Holy Spirit, and the voice of the Father. And that was Daddy. Talking over my shoulder right into my ear, do you really want me? And I felt it. And all I could say was, yes, Daddy, I do. I want it. Now, I didn't know what was going to happen. I stand up, and I look around the room, and I mean, it is stone-faced quiet. I mean, just like, I mean, you can only imagine. That's not a normal thing you go to church for, right? And Jocelyn's in the back holding back the paramedic. paramedics. He's like trying to get up there, and she's like, hang on, I'll send him to you in just a minute, because she knew something was up. So I'm sitting there, and I stand up. After hearing him say, do you really want me? I say, yes, Daddy. I stand up, and I'm looking out at everybody's face, just like I'm looking at you right now. And as I'm looking out there, the strangest sensation came over me. And I would look at people, and it was their faces were like two and three times the normal size of a human head. It was the strangest sensation. But as I was looking, I could see down in people's soul. And it wasn't a judgmental thing. It wasn't anything like that. It wasn't a see, like, I'm going to reveal all your secrets. It wasn't like that. I could see down inside. I could see pain. I could see whatever was going on. I could see destiny. And I began to just speak to it. And... It's a little bit of a blur, uh, kind of what happened after that. I just would speak things. And of course, you got to remember this was Mother's Day, right? So you have people in church on Mother's Day that don't normally come to church. Most of them were those family members who don't ever come to church, but they came this week because, this week because the kids had a program, right? You guys tracking with me? You know what I'm talking about? So there's people in church that don't ever come to church. Now, some of these were the people that were getting words given to them. I would speak, whatever it was, just boom, start crying right there. I remember someone fell out on the floor. Didn't even touch him. I think I whispered something to someone else. I don't know, just screaming. Some people were screaming. It was just noise. It was just this unique kind of thing that was happening. That's different, right? That is different. That is not normal church. But you know what it did? That answer to him, which said, which when I said, yes, daddy, I do, that answer to him changed everything. It changed everything. It's one thing to say yes to Jesus in a generic form. Yes, God, I can sing it, I can worship, I can say yes to you, I can do all that stuff in a generic form. But when he comes and asks you specifically, do you want me, and you respond, you know in the response that you have no idea what he's going to do. You're saying, you're writing a blank check. Well, I'm thankful that I did that because it changed everything. It put us into, it put into motion that day what was it, five, six months? I don't know. It was a long time of radical, radical healing. Those same people that I knew that had been dealing with bondage for seven years and addiction, all of a sudden, they're getting free, and their language starts to change. They're talking different. Which just, just a note, side note here, you know when people are really getting transformed when they start talking different. Not because they adopted a language of somebody else, but because they see life so different that they start talking different. Hello? It started to happen. People with eating disorders, absolutely getting set free. Sexual addiction, absolutely getting set free. 
All kinds of addiction, doesn't matter. Just getting set free from it. People getting healed like crazy, right and left. Documented stage four breast cancer getting healed. Over and over and over again, it kept happening. I would wake up in the morning and just feel this draw, feel this sense of Holy Spirit speaking to me like you wanted to talk to me. So I would take my blanket and I would go in the master closet and I would crouch down on the floor on my knees and on my face and I'd pull the blanket over me. I would get all kinds of visions, just see crazy kinds of things. I had never heard about this thing called treasure hunting where God gives you visions of people, names, places, that kind of stuff, but that was happening to me. And I would get up to go to work and I would see things that would remind me of what I had seen in the closet or heard in the closet. And it would just, all of a sudden, like people, everywhere I went, every place I went, people were having encounters with Jesus. Grocery stores, restaurants, any kind of like just regular business, wherever I went, started to have encounters. And you know what started to happen? It started to get infectious in the church. I don't even know, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't even preaching, let's do this together, I don't think. I wasn't, it was just something that was happening. And it started getting contagious. Now what I remember is thinking, this is New Testament church right here. This is New Testament church. I mean, we had no idea what would happen when we would show up on a Sunday morning. It got so palpable. The expectancy was through the roof. People would come in and fill the room, not knowing what was going to happen. Come on, does that sound like good church to you? Here's what it did to people that are normally sitting out there like you are. They would come in thinking that God was actually going to do something and thinking that God could do something through them. There was one Sunday, our worship leader gets up there, we got the band going. He plays one note on his, or one chord on his guitar and the whole room went <laughs> quiet. Like this. You could feel God in the room. Nobody had to say anything. It was the most awkward time for me because I'm used to actually being in control. And I didn't know what to do. I think that was the same Sunday after he did that. You could feel God in the room. I mean, people were there. Lots of visitors, lots of new people showing up. What's going on in this building? And I don't know what happened. I just know within a few minutes later, every person in the building was on the floor. Nobody told them to do it. I'm talking like collateral blessing. Where God shows up in such a powerful way, it's so big. I mean, bodies laying all over the floor. People with their heads laying on other people's legs, arms draped over people. It looked like something, it was a Holy Spirit bomb. It blew up in the room and everybody was just on the floor. I think Jocelyn at one point, at the end of it, she, you know, as everybody started coming around, she looks up and she goes, hi, I'm Jocelyn, nice to meet you. She's laying on the floor shaking their hand, you know. It's like, what's your name, you know. It was one of those kinds of, and it kept growing and growing and growing. So many manifestations showing up, people getting healed. I think that was the main mark that really happened. So why am I sharing that this morning? Because I understand what testimony is. 
Now, I know if you've been around here a while, you've heard that story. That's nothing new to you. But here we are, Mother's Day. That, by the way, Mother's Day of 08 is affectionately known as the mother of all Sundays. God showed up on Mother's Day and just blew the building up. Do you remember when the Toronto blessing hit? Do you know what day it was? Father's Day. Brownsville, same thing, Father's Day. So when we come back around to days like this, I, I don't ever want to make assumptions on God, but at the same time, I don't ever want to overlook it. And I couple that with where I've been for the last month, and I'm, and I'm feeling Holy Spirit just, I don't know what he's doing, I really don't. I can't put my finger on it, but I like the feeling. I like the feeling of being a little bit uncomfortable. Come on, is anybody with me on this? You know what I'm talking about. It's like you've had enough experience in him to know you can trust him, but what he's asking of you and what you think he's leading you into is taking you into a place where it's like, I just don't know. This could be a whole new thing. And I feel that. I feel that happening. Two weeks ago, I was asking you all in this room, are you hungry? I'm not talking about manufacturing a hunger. I'm talking about, is there any kind of sense inside of you, any kind of feeling inside of you where you're just going, man, I want them more. I want them more. Because I can get satisfied real easy and start doing the church thing, but I don't want to live like that. There's more. Hmm. All right, let's just pray. Holy Spirit, we're listening to you. We'll follow you. We'll choose you. We'll choose you. We'll choose you. We'll say yes. We'll say yes. We'll say yes. Say yes. Just in your own words, your own way to whatever degree you can or want to. Just say, yes. Yes, Jesus. More. I want more. I want more. I want more. Wow. 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 Holy Spirit, I'm willing to get so lost in you that I don't even know where I am. If you're really brave, just tell him you're okay with losing control. I think that's the only way to fully operate in the fruit of the Spirit, which one of those is self-control. The only way to fully operate in self-control is totally say, I'm going to say not control, not my control. Self-control. Hmm. Yes, God.
just stay here a little longer. If nothing else, let's get some personal breakthrough. And if I'm being specific, I'm saying, Holy Spirit, I'm going to tell you what I want. While he was saying that, I felt Holy Spirit just saying over and over and over again, tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. His desire for your breakthrough and your understanding and your revelation is much greater than you have. He's saying it over and over again. Tell me what you want. 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 I feel a shifting happening in our desire in the room. Just real quick. I feel a shifting happening in our in the desire in the room. The desire is moving from comfort to possibility. It's moving away from the desire of the heart's moving away from something that just makes me feel safe and makes me feel comfortable. And it's moving into a place where it's talking more about my destiny. It's talking more about design. Yeah. Go ahead and come up here so people can see you. Thank you. Um, the Lord led me to pray over you. I'll take it. So I am getting that the Lord is saying to you, more. I'm giving you more, 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 more desire, more fire. The flames of love encompassing you to where you are shedding off every control that you could possibly have. You are going to be filled, filled, filled with the joy of the Lord, with the yeah. fire of the Lord, Come with the, everything that he has for you. He is going to implant in you today. Today is your day to be filled, 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 filled with the joy of the Lord, with the spirit of the Lord, with the fire of the Lord. We just thank you, Lord, that you are doing a good thing today. And as you walk in that, as you walk in that, you're going to, it's going to, it, it's going to it permeate. It's going to permeate through everywhere you go and you're not going to be able to control it. Yes, God. Never yes, going to be able to control it. You're going to walk up to people just like you did before. And you're going to start saying things that are going to come out of your mouth that you have no control over anymore <laughs> because God's in control, not you. Yes. So just fill him, Lord, fill him, Lord, give him everything he needs, Father, to, yes, to be the pastor that he is today, yes. Father God. Just yes, give it God. to him, Father. Yes, God. Yes, God. 
think it all say yes. Thank you, Lord. Say yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. So good. So good. All right. I saw a picture of something hanging over somebody's head. Like a like a literal dark cloud helmet kind of thing. Like it's like really you feel it. It's almost like you feel it. You know that you can't see it, but you feel something. Anybody in here has got it's like it's like anxiety, it's like depression. It's this really, really heavy thing hanging over your head. There's one right there. Okay. A couple more. All right. All right, uh, there's some breakthrough coming in your heart and your life right now, okay? If that's you, stand up real quick. Okay. All right. Yeah, come on. What's getting revealed right now is the very thing holding you back. It's the very thing holding you back. It's, it's a... It's false. It's a lie. The feeling is real. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that thing that's over your head, there's a, there's a lying spirit that wants to convince you that this is who you are. So right now, in the name of Jesus, that thing, leave. Leave. Go. Go. Leave. Okay, Holy Spirit right now, I see it. I see it gone. It's like it blew away with the wind. Now you get to ask Holy Spirit, what do you get? Ask him, Holy Spirit, what do I get in replace of it to replace that? What can I have? Ask him. Ask him. Say it out loud. What can I have to replace that? Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. So good. So good. Yes, God. Yes, God. Mm. Any of you hearing anything? If it's, if it's grossly overstated and you feel like it's impossible and you're making it up, that's God. If what you heard is just totally out there, and you can't believe it, that's God. Yeah, just reach out, put your hand on where they are. That's good, that's good. Just stay with us a moment, we'll see what happens here. Yes, yes. I think God's gonna heal some people here too. Like permanently. Yes, God. Thank you, God. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, this is the church. We're functioning together. This is not a one-man show. So if you feel like you've got a word for a person, go ahead and give it to them. Yeah, come on, God. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So while we're praying for that, I think also related to that, there are those that are having nightmares, night visions, just dark dreams, things that are tormenting. If that's you, go ahead and stand up. Let's get some people around them as well. So get some people there. 
Hey, Mariana, Eddie. Yeah. Get some people over here. Anyone? So, Lord, right now, we just speak peace in the night. Peace. Peace. Thank you, Lord, for peace. You are the Prince of Peace. We declare an end to tormenting dreams, the dark visions of the night, things that are coming from the enemy. And we just speak a release right now of your goodness. Release of the revelation of how good you are. Yeah, angels, ministering spirits, come right now. Minister to those. Minister to them. Perfect love casts out all fear. So fear, get out now in the name of Jesus. Just peace, a gentle peace. Gentle, gentle peace. We thank you, Lord, for this right now. In Jesus' name. Yes, God. Suicide, you're a liar. You are a liar. Every demonic thought, every demonic thought right now that has to do with suicide, right now, leave. Leave. No more of that business. No more. And I'm going to declare protection over your mind. That what replaces that dark helmet kind of thing that was over you right now is the helmet of salvation. That that protect your mind. Yes, God. Yes, God. Panic attacks stop. Stop. Come on, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Tell it to stop. If it's you and you're feeling that, say it. Stop. No more. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Somebody have a problem right now with your legs. I'm seeing something like from the knees down. There's some kind of, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's like an itchy, it's like a vibration. It's like a, I don't know what it is. Something weird going on in your legs. That's, it's you? Okay, yay, God. All right. I'm <laughs> sorry, you're sitting there pointing to it. Come on, come on up here. I'll just put my hand on you. You guys do it too. Right now, it all stops. Right now. It stops right now. Yeah, it's not just going away for you, Mary. Something else is coming. There's strength coming into you, into your body, into your legs. Yeah. Yeah, everything that may have been a, a defect, a birth defect, whatever that is, be healed. Be healed. It's, it's perfect. It's actually coming into alignment right now. It's perfect. Do you feel anything happening? What is it? What's going on? stronger it's hard to explain okay you're, they're getting stronger like, yes come on god yes yes god it feels like braces are coming in like it's making our legs stronger that's so good it's, yeah god i say more to that right there right there yes god you're strengthening right now all your whole legs right now they're getting stronger they're getting stronger Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. This is like a permanent thing he's doing in you right now. 
it's going to feel weird to you to walk. Because it's actually the normal way that he, that he heals it and makes it function totally perfect right now. Yeah, God, thank you. Thank you for that. Does it feel different? Feels a little weird, yep. Come on, God, that's so good. Oh, God, it's so good. Yes, 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 Jesus. Yeah, Andrew, come on. Diabetes and headaches. Anybody in the room? Come on, you get into it right now. Headaches right now. Yep, right there. There's a headache there. Anybody else with headaches or diabetes right now? Right there? Right there. No, there's, there's something really, we have a culture and an atmosphere of healing here, guys, but I'm telling you, this is different. There's something very permanent happening. Mm, yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, no headaches. No more. Yeah, Bella, chronic headaches ending. Ending. That's right. Yes. Yes, God. Perfect will. Perfect will. Yeah. So good. So good. Mm, yes, God. Every headache leave right now. Migraines. Rebuked. Leave. Leave. Yes, God. Yeah. Yep, he's healing asthma right now. Anybody in the room have asthma? I have a very mild form of it. I'm saying I'm taking it. I get my asthma healed. Anybody else in the room, you're getting the asthma healed right now. Come on. Come on. Yes, God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, God. Women in the room... Whether you're married or not, something's, something's getting healed in reproductive systems right now. Where anything might be wrong, something messed up. I feel like somebody actually got a word from their doctor recently about something that might be not terrible but abnormal. But I'm just declaring right now that thing be normal. Normal. Perfectly normal. Yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Huh. <laughs> wow. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. So good. 
couple more minutes here. Um, when, uh, Andrew was talking about that cloud, uh, definitely me, definitely, um, I'll just keep it short. Basically, I have almost my whole life had a huge infatuation with just death always seems like the best option. Um, I know God is life and, and I know I would never want to take my own life, so I, I, I stand in that. But also, just especially recently, I'm like, God, will you take me then? I won't take my life, but please, like, if you love me, like, please just take me. Like, that would be the best thing you could do for me. Um, so anyways, dark cloud. Um, when Andrew was saying, like, you know, what's he saying to you now? Or what's he replacing the lie with? I just felt like God was saying, like, you are good. You are made of my image. Like, I thought he was going to tell me about himself. Like, he's good, but he's like, you're good. So good. That's so good. That's breakthrough right there. I could feel that, Rita, when you were saying that. There was something, like from times past in your mind that's been like a trap that has resisted it's familiar and it's resisted care when you said that that he said you're good that was him not coming in like ease and comfort he came in and just kicked the door down that thing broke that thing's done that thing is done you're going to hear him talk to you about you more and more and more you're going to hear him talk to you about how wonderful you are about how gifted you are And that door that just got kicked down is going to allow you to see out into the world and recognize all of the destiny God has put in front of you. Like, actually, when you're walking, I see you walking, and when you're walking, you're getting revelation step after step. It just keeps coming, and your world's getting bigger. Every step, your world's getting bigger. And you're finding out how wonderful you are, how amazing you are, how gifted you are. You're hearing how much more you can actually hear God. And I feel like there's a, um, there's a thing that has like plagued you all of your life since you met Jesus. I feel like it goes all the way back to the point of when you met Jesus, there was something that Satan didn't want you to get. And so when you received him, the glory of that, the, the magnificence of that, when you encountered Jesus, Satan came in and wanted to put something on you 
that says you're restricted in your ability to hear. And it's not true. That door just got kicked down. It's absolutely just gone. The Lamb of God is also the Lion of the tribe of Judah. In other words, he is absolute comfort and peace, but there are times he has claws. And they're always going to be directed at that. They're always going to be directed at the very thing that keeps you from encountering him. Yeah, man. It's like your mind is getting oiled right now. It's like it's getting lubricated with Holy Spirit oil so it'll function. There's no rusty parts. There's nothing slow. There's nothing like not functioning. As a matter of fact, you found yourself running to other tools because you thought your mind didn't work. Your mind works fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, come on. Does somebody have a broken car in the room? Anybody got a broken car right there? Listen, yours. Listen, I've seen this happen, and I wouldn't be saying this. I just felt Holy Spirit saying this. Your car is getting healed. I've, I've seen it happen. Okay, uh, so I was back there, and I just saw, like, phone updates. Some people are operating in old phone software, and Jesus has new software. Andrew said, oil going over your mind, and... Um, this is all great. We're talking about all this stuff and we are renewing our mind right now, but Jesus wants you to have thoughts about yourself that he actually thinks about you. And so right now I literally see like heads when Andrew said oil, like heads, like just like laser beams going into your heads and things like hard shells are breaking and you have a soft head that's molded to thoughts that he has about you. So, um, like just very practical thoughts about like, I'm not that good. I'm not good enough. That's a, that's, that's a thought from the enemy. So if, if you're having thoughts that aren't yours, I, w- I want you to just touch your head because it's time for a new iPhone update. Because you can't send text messages with an old iPhone system and it operates in the new. Same thing, you can't have an Old Testament thought process that operates in the new. You're designed to operate in the full demonstration of the power of God. Yeah, so right now I just command old thoughts that are, that are not theirs, religious thoughts that are not theirs to leave right now in Jesus' name. Just random thoughts that are not theirs go in Jesus' name. Thoughts that they grew up with that they thought that they were, that, that they thought that were theirs go right now in Jesus' name. Thoughts that they actually were taught go right now in Jesus' name. The full demonstration of the goodness of God come right now in Jesus' name. Be renewed by your mind right now. That's how we transform the inward so we can transform the outward. So right now in Jesus' name, I just declare healing from the top of their head to the bottom of their toes right now in Jesus' name. No more thoughts of lack because he is your father. He has full. No more thoughts of not being good enough. No more thoughts of can I get near to God because you're already near to him. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Those thoughts are from the enemy. So just healing right now in Jesus' name. A new mind. From this day forward, we're drawing a line in the sand. You will no longer have thoughts that are contrary. And the Holy Spirit's going to quicken you and show you thoughts that aren't yours. It's going to come back and you'll be like, wait a second, that's not mine. Do not entertain it. So we just declare new minds right now in Jesus' name. So good, good, Andrew. Thank you for that. So good. So good.
You guys okay staying here a little longer? If you have to leave, I understand. I don't want to stop, though. How's your head feeling? Does it feel about the same? feels like what's happening right now, church, there's a, a, a movement, like a spirit movement for us as a body into a holy aggression. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Yes, the word says, unless you become like a child, you can't receive the kingdom. But I feel like God's moving us into something that has to do with aggression right now. It started with that door getting kicked in for you, Rita. You hear what I'm saying, Annette? I'm not talking about an earthly, natural, militant thing. I'm talking about a spiritual aggression that comes from this, like, it's an indignation against everything that's holding us back from what God has for us. I hope that's going into your ears correctly. I'm not saying be a militant people. I'm saying there's something about not settling. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I feel like there's thoughts running around in the room right now that have this attached to it. But what about? But what about? And your mind keeps running backwards. It's running backwards into things from your past. Things you've done that you know were wrong that weren't God, they weren't God's will, they were contrary to that, things you've done, and you keep hearing this voice that goes back to it, but what about, but what about? Right now, that's a lie. That is demonic speaking to you. You know how I know that? Because Jesus doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, Our Holy Spirit, I pray your revelation of forgiveness and restoration right now land deep down in the heart 
that place in the heart where the thoughts originate. Yeah. Yes, God. Thank you. Okay, I've got something that I have to share. I'm back there shaking. My hands are sweaty, so I know I have to do it because I've been debating it for the last 20 minutes. So I'm just going to be obedient. <laughs> um, after I um, he spoke in tongues and released a word. I felt that I had the interpretation of that. And um, <laughs> um, the two words that I got were boldness and clarity, that we are to be a church of boldness and clarity, but it's not, it's going to the next level of that. Um, my heart's beating out of my chest. <laughs> uh, boldness, boldness in the level of greater than what's even happening today. Um, out in the workplace, out throughout these walls, it, it has to go beyond these walls. Um, and the clarity in the sense of God saying, I'm, I'm bringing my church, my body, into clarity, into black and to white. There's not any more gray that will be allowed in his body. And we are to be the example of that. And the gray literally will be stomped out. There's a, a, the black and the white of where we are morally. There's the black and the white of where we are spiritually. And, um, and God just says he's had enough. His foot is down. Um, and the, the body... The bodies that pick up his boldness and that pick up his clarity of who he's called them to be, of who he's called us to be, will be taken far beyond um, what we could have ever even imagined. That's good. That's right on. That's so good. That's so good. You feel that? I mean, that feels good to me. That's good. Thank you, Laura. Yes. Yeah, yeah, increase the apostolic, that's good, Eddie, that's right, that's right, so good. Uh, yeah, I think it's in is Malachi 4, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, where he says, he's prophesying, and he says, I'll turn the hearts of the Father. I know this, it starts with, whew. he turns the hearts of the fathers to the children. It's not the children of the fathers, it starts with the I don't know if that'll help. <laughs> he will turn the hearts of the fathers. I can read it. 
turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. And the hearts of the children to their fathers. Wow. Wow. I only caught the second part of the interpretation for what he said, so it must go with what Laura was saying. And that's what I heard. And I couldn't even finish it myself. It was like this. So. Golly. Oh my gosh, that is so full. If anything, if anything, take away from that. That the heart of the Father has been turned towards you. There's not this performance thing that you turn towards him and then he turns towards you. The heart of the Father towards the children. Yeah, this, this whole thing of inadequacy is getting kicked to the curb. Come on, I'm preaching to myself right now. This whole thing of inadequacy is getting kicked to the curb. Anybody else want that? All right. All right. So good. Wow. Wow. All right. Everybody stand up. That's so good. I don't even know, man. I don't even know. That's so good. He who has ears to hear, let him hear, I guess. Oh, God. You know, you know when he speaks and your mind goes, what? But your heart goes, yes. It feels like that. It feels like that. I, that right there. Anybody here, you feel like your heart's saying yes, and your mind is going, what the heck is going on? Right there is okay. Let's just be like Peter when Jesus talked about cannibalism. We'll just be like Peter. Jesus says, you want to leave? Because everybody else did. And he says, no, I don't know what you're talking about. But when you talk, I come alive. Yeah, all right, thank you, God. Hold your hands out here. Father, eyes turning towards you. Eyes turning towards you. It's just, we look at you because you've been looking at us. Mm. Okay. Man, I feel this thing like a dad myself right now for the house to say don't be afraid don't be afraid to ask him for what you want and I'm not talking about things I'm I'm not talking about that I'm talking about anything that has to do with reconciliation that has to do with wholeness that has to do with destiny 
Don't be afraid to ask. Meaning, don't think that things just happen in this room. You leave this room, you still ask. You wake up tomorrow, you still ask. You drive to work, you still ask. You come home from work, you still ask. Yes, God. Father, every desire of the heart getting filled, destiny and fullness coming to the surface, and anything that hinders us, anything that hinders us, Lord, show it, let us see it for what it really is. Makes it a whole lot easier to dismiss things that aren't God when I can hear him say, this is what it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. All right. Now, I am not a big fan of just having great church Sundays. I I got done with that a long time ago. I don't know what God's doing here, but I'm telling you this. It's not church as normal. It's not church as normal. I don't ever want to program God out of what he's doing. I don't know what's going to happen. I got no answers to tell you this is what's happening in the future, but can I just ask everyone for a little grace and to enter in with me and just say, God, what are you going to do? What do you want to do? What are you going to do? I'm here. I'm ready. I'm willing. I know you move. I know you do things. Can we all do that together? You said yes. I'm going to hold you to it. You said yes. All right. All right. Well, bless somebody on your way out. Oh, yeah. Lucia's going to say something. So I kept on sitting back there going, this is... Anyway, um, the first time you said that somebody's feeling a cloud over their head, um, I, I knew it was me, but it's like one of those things where it's not important. I kept thinking, it's not important. It's not where there's more important things. People have more important things going on. Because this is something that I, I have allowed to just mess with my mind. And I just want to say that I feel like what God was saying to me Nothing is too little. We, a lot of times we, we sit there and think we don't need God to help us because there's so many other people that have more issues and more things going on. And, you know, I'm just going to stand over here because, you know, I'll just let everybody else go to Jesus. And when I said, when I received that, I didn't even stand up when you said stand up. But as I sat there, I said, no, right now this cloud, it, it, it's, been, it's been on me for probably about two weeks now so heavy and I also know that it's because God's trying to do a whole lot of other stuff and the enemy is trying to sit on me with something so small and when when I said that when I, when we declared that it's gone literally I literally I've never felt a release so evident and prominent I literally felt like it Lifted like Mark came up to me. Are you are, are you okay? Because I was just shaking, and I'm going. It literally not that I'm not surprised, but I mean literally lifted off me because I know that I know that we sit in things that we think are small, but the enemy 
he makes them really big if we don't take care of them. That's right. And I, I just want to encourage you, nothing is too small. Nothing is too small for you to go to the Father and say, this doesn't belong here, this is not from you. Because it will prevent us from walking into what God has for us. So I, I, I just felt like I needed to testify that for all of you. Awesome. That's so good. Thank you, Lucia. So good. I think there's more of that coming. <laughs> so, Amen. Amen. Lord bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Acts 2 podcast. Love God, love people, and live life.